0: participants, please stand by. Your conference is ready to begin. Good morning. Today is Wednesday, July 29, 2020. Welcome to the Tormont to announce the second quarter 2020 results conference call. Please be advised that this call is being recorded. Your host for today will be Mr. Michael McMillan. Please go ahead.
1: Great. Thanks, Melanie. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us this morning to discuss the results of Tormont Industries' for the second quarter and first half of 2020. Also on the call with me today is Scott Medhurst, President and Chief Executive Officer. As noted in the press release issued yesterday, we will be referring to a package posted on our website, similar to that provided last quarter. We encourage listeners to download and follow along. At this time, and as as noted on slide two of our presentation, I would like to advise listeners this presentation may contain forward-looking statements and information that are subject to certain risks uncertainties and assumptions that may lead to actual results or events differing materially from those expected for a complete discussion of these factors refer to our press release from yesterday which is available on our website as is our practice we will focus on key highlights scott will begin with a few general remarks and some comments on our outlook after which I'll provide some highlights on the financial results. Then we'll be more than happy to answer your questions. Over to you,
2: Scott. Thank you, Mike, and good morning, everyone. Before I begin, I would ask that you move to slide three of the package. From the start of COVID-19 pandemic, we've continued to focus our efforts on three main areas, safeguarding our employees, servicing our customer needs, and protecting our business for the future. Our critical incident executive response team was activated at an early stage and continues to meet regularly. We are monitoring developing trends and pronouncements, assessing our best course of action, and responding appropriately. We are very proud and appreciative of our team's efforts and recognition that this has been a challenging time for all. As a result of reduced economic activity, we experienced lower earnings and net income in the quarter. However, strong financial position was maintained. April experienced the lowest activity levels. Some recovery began to phase in through May and June. However, caution is warranted as activity was still below prior year levels. COVID-19 continues to put us in an unprecedented environment as outlined on slide four. We are proud of our team and suppliers' ability to navigate through this pandemic and support our customers through the provision of essential services. In addition to our critical incident response team, our management and leadership teams continue to monitor the evolving situation closely and are taking responsible measures to manage and protect the interests of our people and customers while managing the long-term health of the business. The diversity of our geographical landscape and market served, extensive products and service offerings, and financial strength, together with a disciplined operating culture, position us well to weather this situation for the long term. Turning now to our financial results, highlighted on slide five, consolidated revenues decreased 13% a quarter due to lower economic activity caused by response to COVID-19. Product support and rental revenues were lower by 16% and 31% respectively. Equipment sales were lower by 6% reflecting lower new equipment sales across most markets. Year-to-date revenue was down 7% to $1.6 billion after a somewhat positive start to the year in the first quarter. Operating income was 31% lower on reduced gross margins. This was mainly due to lower rental fleet utilization and sales mix Combined with higher expenses as a percentage of revenues due to fixed costs. Government subsidies were not significant factors in the quarter. Although savings were realized in the quarter due to actions by the management team, along with things like travel restrictions, other incremental costs were incurred to protect our employees, keeping our customers safe, and protecting the company through the long term. These costs included safety supplies, facility sanitization requirements. plexiglass installed installations combined with finance costs associated with the additional liquidity. Operating income was 22% lower year-to-date for similar reasons for the quarter. Operating income margin decreased 160 basis points to 8.5%. Net earnings decreased 34% in the quarter versus a year ago. Earnings per share tracking the reduced earnings was $0.62 per share. Year-to-date, net earnings were also down year-over-year by 24% at $1.08 per share. Backlogs were $496.5 million at June 30, 2020, compared to $551.5 million at June 30, 2019, this resulting from a cautionary business environment. However, Simco remains above last year. We are proud to take part as an essential service. Mont's businesses serve critical, essential services including, but not limited to, food production, storage and distribution networks, power generation including backup power, critical infrastructure, transportation and emergency response. We continue to monitor the situation closely and evolve business practices and appropriate measures to manage and protect the long-term health of the business. The diversity of our geographic landscape and market served extensive product and service offerings and financial strength, together with the disciplined operating culture, position us well to weather the situation. Moving to slide six, the equipment groups, parts and service business provides stability and benefits from a large and diversified installed base. Prior to the outbreak, the long-term outlook for infrastructure projects and other construction activity was prog- positive across most territories company has a large base of mining customers, which in some cases temporarily reduced operating activities as a result of the COVID-19 implications. These customers and jurisdictions they operate in continue to evaluate appropriate activity levels on a daily, weekly basis. Longer term mine expansion continues to look positive, but of course depends on global economic and financial conditions. The company has taken action to reduce expenses, participating in government programs such as WorkShare. Human capital, including our technician workforce, is one of our most valuable assets and we will protect that asset to the extent possible. In the quarter, we continued to move forward with our investment in information technology, aligning our dealership under one operating system, as well as facilitating and securing remote access to our networks. This creates added expense during the integration. Actions are being balanced between short-term adjustments relative to demand while also being sensitive to long-term requirements, ensuring the business is positioned well for future growth opportunities. Broader product lines, investment in rental equipment, and developing product support technologies supporting remote diagnostics and telematics are expected to contribute to long-term growth once economic, financial, and social environments return to a more normalized state. Simcoe's installed base and product support levels are well positioned to support current and future operations and growth trends. The diversity of markets served, expanding product offerings and services, strong financial position, and disciplined operating culture position the company well for continued growth in the long term. Solid booking activity and backlogs positions the business well as economic conditions improve. I will now turn the call over to Mike take you through highlights of the financial results. Mike? Thanks Scott.
1: Let's put a bit more color on the operating results starting with the equipment group on slide seven. Revenues were down 13 percent in the quarter versus a year ago and six percent year to date reflecting the reduced economic activity resulting from the COVID-19 pandemic. Construction shutdowns and or slowdowns in many markets resulted in lower equipment sales as well as lower product support and rental activity. As Scott noted, we did see some improved activity toward the end of the quarter, but a tone of caution was evident and activity was still below last year's levels. Cost containment efforts including human resource initiatives and reduced travel partially offset the impact of lower revenue. Total new and used equipment sales were down 6% in the quarter and 2% year-to-date. Sales in construction markets were down 3% in the quarter and up 1% year-to-date. Most significantly impacted were sales to mining markets, which were down 45% in the quarter and 32% year-to-date. Power system sales were up 10% in the quarter and 2% year-to-date, reflecting progress on projects already underway. Material handling equipment sales were down 2% in the quarter and up 3% on a year-to-date basis, while agriculture markets were lower down in the quarter and on a year-to-date basis by 10%. Rental revenues were down 31% in the quarter and 18% year-to-date. All markets and segments were lower, reflecting the familiar theme of reduced market activity. Revenue declines in each market for the quarter were as follows, light equipment rentals 23%, power 41%, construction 41%, material handling handling 28%. Rental revenues from equipment on rent with a purchase option or RPO were down 55% in the quarter as lower market activity also resulted in lower demand for RPO equipment. Product support revenues declined 16% in the quarter and 7% year to date. Construction and mining equipment in territory was idle or operating at reduced rates for much of the quarter, leading to reduced product support activity, which was down 17 and 11% respectively in the second quarter, down 8% and 5% respectively for the first half of 2020. Material handling activity was 27% lower in the quarter and 15% lower in the first half of 2020. Agricultural markets reported increases in the quarter and the first half of 2020, up 15 and 8 percent respectively, reflective of the team's efforts in a challenging market and weak comparative results in 2019. Power Systems product support activity was down 13 percent in the second quarter but was up 2 percent year-to-date on good activity at the beginning of the year. Gross profit margins decreased 150 basis points in the quarter and 120 basis points year-to-date. Equipment margins were low in the quarter and year-to-date, mainly due to sales mix. Rental margins were lower in both periods on lower fleet utilization, coupled with straight-line depreciation expenses. Product support margins were higher in both periods on higher parts margins. Sales mix was unfavorable in both periods with a lower percentage of product support activity to total revenues. Selling and administrative expenses were down seven percent in the quarter and three percent for the first half, reflecting lower activity levels as well as cost containment initiatives that phased in during this period of uncertainty. Compensation cost decreases decreased as, ini- <coughs> as initiatives such as vacation planning, salary reductions, governmental workshare programs, and layoffs were implemented. Travel was restricted throughout the quarter where training increased early in the quarter and then declined with the lower staffing levels. Bad debt expense increased in both the quarter and first half of the year in consideration of the potential increase, increased collection risk in the current economic environment. Information technology related costs also increased in both the quarter and the first half of the year as system integration efforts at the dealership continued. Operating income decreased in both the quarter and year-to-date on lower revenues and gross profit margins, also leading to a higher expense ratio. Bookings were down 30% in the quarter to $298 million. Lower orders resulted reflecting lower underlying economic activity and the cautious tone within the market. On a year-to-date basis, bookings were down 12% to $636 million as higher power and material orders were more than offset by decreases in other areas. Backlogs of $269 million were $135 million lower than this time last year. Now let's turn to Simco on slide 8. Revenues were down 12% in both the quarter and year-to-date on reduced construction activity stemming primarily from slower economic activity and temporary shutdowns related to the pandemic. Timing of receipt of orders and customer-specific construction schedules also affect the timing of revenue recognition. Product support activity continued given the essential nature of the business, albeit at a slightly lower level. Package revenues were down 20% in the quarter on lower construction activity due to site restrictions and against a tough comparable last year. Revenues in Canada were down 32% with declines in both industrial and recreational markets. In the U.S., package sales were up 51%, as lower industrial sales were offset by higher recreational revenues. Product support revenues decreased 3% for the quarter and 1% for the first half of the year. Revenues in Canada decreased on lower economic activity resulting from site restrictions. In the U.S., revenues increased on the higher technician base and continued activity in the industrial sector. Gross profit margins decreased 70 basis points in the quarter on lowered package margins, partially offset by favorable sales mix of product support revenues to total revenues year-to-date gross profit margins increased 120 basis points with higher package margin combined with a favorable sales mix of product support revenue to total revenues. Selling and administrative expenses were down 7% in the quarter. That debt expense improved on strong collection activity. Travel and training costs were lower reflective of restrictions in place for most of the quarter. On a year-to-date basis selling and administrative expenses increased 3% 3% largely on compensation related to increased headcount offset by cost reductions in other areas related to reduced activity. Operating income decreased 29% in the quarter and 37% year-to-date largely on lower revenue related mainly to the timing of project activities. Bookings were up 15% to $52 million in the quarter. Industrial orders were 53% higher with increases in both Canada and the U.S., while recreational orders were down 22%, with lower orders in the U.S., only partially offset by an increase in Canada. On a year-to-date basis, bookings were up 43%, reflecting strong industrial order activity in Canada, offset by a decrease in the U.S. Recreational orders decreased in both Canada and the U.S. Backlogs of $228 were up 54%, versus June last year on strong industrial backlogs in Canada. Ultimately, uh, approximately 70% of the backlog is expected to be realized as revenue this year. However, this is subject to construction schedules and potential changes stemming from the COVID-19 pandemic. On slide 9, I'd like to touch on a few corporate highlights. Non-cash working capital was $17 million lower at $468 million versus a year ago strong focus has been placed on managing accounts receivable, aging, and inventory levels. Lower accounts payable reflect the timing of receipt and terms on inventory purchases. As of June 30th, we maintained our strong financial position with cash of $537 million, available liquidity of $616 million, and a strong balance sheet. As announced, the Board of Directors yesterday approved the regular quarterly dividend, at a rate of $0.31 per share, consistent with the last quarterly dividend when it was increased by 15%. The company is also very pleased to announce that, subject to annual shareholder approval, Mr. Robert Ogilvie Chair and Mr. Wayne Hill have agreed to serve on the Board until 2023. The extension of their services will balance the Board renewal process with their depth of knowledge and experience, ensuring a smooth transition of roles with new directors. That concludes our prepared remarks. and We will be pleased to take questions. Operator, please uh, set up the first call. Thank you.
0: Thank you. We will now take (coughs) questions from the telephone lines. If you have a question and you're using a speakerphone, please lift your handset before making your selection. If you have a question, please press star 1 on your telephone keypad. If at any time you wish to cancel your question, please press the pound sign. Please press star 1 at this time. If you have a question, there will be a brief pause by the participants' register. Thank you for your patience. <clears throat> the first question is from Jacob Bow. Please go ahead.
3: Good morning.
2: morning, Jacob. Martin morning, Jacob.
3: Yeah, I wanted to start off on um, the equipment backlog, um, you know, down quarter and quarter and year on year, and I, I know it, it can be a bit lumpy, but... Maybe just some comments on, you know, what you're seeing in, in backlog for, you know, construction versus mining.
2: Yeah, it was, um, the, the backlog is on a comparative basis, it's obviously down and, and softer. It's reflective of the, the environment. Uh, usually in Q2 you get a bit of a build, but uh, it's also reflective of our, our inventory uh, and availability uh, that we experienced in q two. so and then as as you mentioned, uh, Jacob, we there is some lumpiness in there, really due to the the power comparatives uh, quarter over quarter. and um, and of course Lee, the uh, the the mining environment that we experienced in q two, I mean the equipment sales were down almost fifty percent in q two. so and usually that helps build your 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 backlog in there on the equipment side of the business.
3: Okay, um, and has that improved at all here in uh, July or on the mining side?
2: I think right now, you know, what we saw in the quarter was was soft, cautious environment on the uh, on the customer side th- throughout all all the industries we were operating in. Uh-huh.
3: Okay, and may- maybe my second question here, um, just you know, interested in hearing. How things progressed through the quarter uh, and into July as far as you know the ramp of revenue growth I mean obviously uh, the world was quite a bit different in April versus you know June versus today um, you know what was the that, that ramp like say for new equipment and product support you know rental revenues
2: yeah okay I'll start with rental um, you know rental was a we started experience as we noted in March and then rental you know, continue to be a real drag on our earnings through through the quarter. We have uh, fairly large rental fleets relative to our strategic approach, um, so utilization was much lower on a month by month basis when you compare to the previous quarter. It did improve as the quarter progressed, but still below uh, last year. And I'm I'm talking, uh, you know, yeah, ranging from anywhere from three to, to high, you know, eight nine percent. So these are these were shifts that took place in there on, on the rental fleet activity. The other thing we saw reflecting the cautious environment our, our rental conversions were were down significantly um, on the new RPO. So we were we were single digit, and that's usually you get you know last year in the quarter we had we had a very active environment there. Um, again, reflective of the cautious environment, proc support was was downed. It, it started to improve. But as you saw, our whip levels at the end of the quarter were, were still below previous year. Um, you know what we saw was in the quarter; it was it was quite interesting. As you know, June activity, if you look at it holistically, the industry numbers improved, but it was it was all driven by the by the compact construction equipment. So if you look at the large equipment being sold in the quarter, that those segments. That was you know down 26 percent. and These are industry numbers, and even in June it was down 21 percent. Where the activity really started to to improve was on the CCE compact construction side. So I think that's reflective of um, segments like landscaping. I think there was a lot of people started working on their backyards and <laughs> so, things of that nature. But uh, so um, so there was some um, you know in, in various areas as I outlined some improvements, but still you know, below um, last year when you look at it on a month-by-month basis.
3: Uh, that's that's helpful. Thank you.
2: Great. Thanks, Jacob. Thank you.
0: Thank you. The following question is from Sherilyn
4: Radborn. Please go ahead. Thanks very much and good morning.
2: Good morning, Sherilyn. Hi. Good morning.
4: Just wanted to ask relative to the equipment group we were a little surprised I guess that um, rental and product support seemed to be hit a little harder than equipment sales in the quarter so maybe you can help us understand that dynamic and I guess I'm curious whether that just reflects deliveries of uh, equipment that would have been ordered previously and maybe if I look at bookings activity and equipment that sort of um, circles circles of the sw- square, so to speak.
2: Yeah, well the the you know I think it's important you know when you look at these these segments and we had particularly in Quebec and Ontario I mean there was there was major shutdowns that took place uh, in the quarter starting in April and uh, you know I think that's that's reflective of some of these these outcomes. Uh, we had you know we had over 20 mines in care and maintenance at, at one point. Uh, as well as uh, pullback in other mines in their production, so that that really impacts um, your your product support, and your overall equipment sales, and then combine those construction sites shut down, right? Especially uh, in Quebec, right? Particularly in Quebec, and uh, even though we were classified <coughs> as essential services, so uh, there were some uh, fairly aggressive um, measures taken, understandably and uh, that created some of these outcomes and then, of course, when, when, when customer fleets get parked, they're, they're, the demand for rental <laughs> you know, it does, does not uh, increase, so uh, you know, there's sort of how, we, how it outlined on the quarter. I don't know if you have anything else to add there, Mike.
1: Yeah, I think it's just natural that when you think of the um, idle equipment for periods of time and then, of course, you know, things like parts and service drop fairly significantly right which is what we talk to in terms of mix and so forth and so you know you need to have the, the utilization up before we start getting this sh- you know that type of activity supporting the business as
4: well okay so that kind of ties into my other question which is do you think there's any pent-up demand for product support in the market or was the pressure on product support simply a function of lower hours on machines during the quarter
2: well, that was a big part of it. You know, you, you, you just the hours logged on those machines, you know, were down. Um, so we'll we'll see how things progress. I mean, we wouldn't want to speculate now. Um, you know, we we did see improvements as the, as the quarter progressed on the uh, equipment utilization and the mine starting to come back on. So uh, but we'll see how things evolve and how production. Uh, develops here, but that, you know, even in June, we saw a very cautious environment. I mean, customers, you know, normally in Q2, you've got customers that are, you know, highly productive. Um, they, they were focused on getting those job sites up and running or mine sites, and, mm-hmm. um, and you know, they've got to get their fleets active, get organized, and, and that's really what took place in, in Q2. So we'll f- see how things develop here. It's a very cautious environment, obviously. Mm-hmm.
4: And if I could sneak one last one in, can you just give us a bit of color on how rental rates held up relative to utilization there?
2: Yeah, the rates, when we did our comparisons, they weren't too bad, Sherilyn, actually. Mm-hmm. Really more utilization story, right? Yeah, it was utilization more than that.
4: <coughs> Thank you. That's all from me. Thank you. Thank you. The following
0: question is from Michael Dume. Please go ahead.
5: Hey,
6: good morning, guys. Um, good morning. I wanted to, good morning. Uh, I wanted to follow up on um, Jacob's question, just um, in terms of getting the cadence of the rebound through the through the quarter. Um, I mean, would it be possible for you guys, maybe just to help us out and disclose what your June product support sales were compared to last year, just so we know what we're going into Q3
2: with? Well, if you look at it on a consolidated, it was it was still down, right? We we even, you know, our we've been talking quite a few quarters about our uh, rebuild initiatives, and uh, they were they were down even 13 percent, you know, through the quarter. So, um, and again, it's just, just reflective of the, the cautious environment that's uh, that's taking place. So, you know, and it was it was fairly equal when we look at the declines on parts and labor. Uh, on a percentage basis, so you know, um, but you know, it, again, we did see improvement as, as things progressed. But uh, I mean, customers are focused on getting those job sites up and running, and, and mine sites, and even in the power segment, um, and maybe uh, you know, not not as focused on their their repair schedules and, and uh, plans, right? Okay, but we and did see improvement in our in our in our um, labor hours a bit as well
5: okay and
6: just I mean just for so that I understand correctly so there was an improvement month to month but it, the improvement from April to June wasn't significant or it was significant for they, they were
2: impro- they were improving steadily but still below last year's levels mm-hmm. on a month to month basis Gotcha.
6: okay
7: thank you um, and then maybe just on
6: SG&A. I mean, how should we think about SG&A ramping back up with with revenues through the recovery? And um, I was just wondering if there are any cost reduction initiatives that you think uh, could be considered to be
1: structural? Yeah, it's a great question. You know, I think we're we're keeping really tight rein on our costing and so forth, and making sure that you know util- productivity levels are there and supporting the, the appropriate level of activity. And so, you know, I would say. You know a cautious phase in that supports the business Um, you know structurally I I would say you know you hear a lot today about working from home and other things like that and I would say there's you know we've learned a lot through the process in terms of you know what roles we can work we can perform more remotely than directly in in branches and offices but I would say you know um, Still, a lot to be done a lot to be learned there uh, before we would say there's a, a real structural shift in how you operate. Um, but you know, I think overall, from a, from a compensation perspective, we're still very focused. Managing, you know, travel is is restricted. Um, we did invest early in the quarter on training, as I mentioned in some of the comments. And so, initially, as we assessed COVID, we we did move our folks into some training. Uh, initially, which, you know, I think will help us with some potentially some productivity later in the year because we've got that training a significant amount behind us. But, you know, it's going to be very, very surgical, I would say, from that perspective. And, uh, you know, and again, we have to be very mindful of the cautious environment and in, in bring uh, staffing back in at the appropriate time.
2: And just a little, like, the team, did, I think, did a very good job on the discretionary expense. But we're also trying to be very sensitive to how we come out in the long term, right? I guess we, we could have, Mike and I talked, about we could have pulled a little yeah. harder. But, uh, you know, we're, we're being very conscious of protecting um, what we think are critical components of our business, whether it be skilled labor. And um, again, looking to that long term, even our our uh, integration continued on our systems, which, you know, there's there's some one-time only expenses in there that, uh, you know we just believe we, we want it to move, continue to move forward on and as well with the COVID uh, protocols and things there was some some expense associated with that to protect our people mm-hmm. and uh, you know we just we just really look at that as that's what we had to do to manage the business um, both protecting our people, customers and, uh, and the long-term health of the business. Got it, that's great color guys, thank you. <clears throat>
0: Thank you. The following question is from Yuri Link. Please go ahead.
5: Hey, good morning.
2: Good morning, Yuri. morning.
5: I'm w- wondering if um, you can put a little more color on on the discussions you're having with your your mining clients, particularly in the in the gold sector, given um, how the the price of that commodity has moved up quite substantially. So, are you getting any uh, any different signals from from these customers than you might have had six to nine months ago.
2: Yeah, well, as you know, we're we're heavily engaged in this, in this sector and uh, we're, we're involved with with discussions. Um, you know, we'll we'll see how things evolve. As I always say, we've got to we've got to earn earn the business with our value propositions. But uh, obviously, the uh, some of the commodity prices um, are attractive, and we'll see how. You know, again, the, the quarter was was really about uh, you know, over twenty mines going in care and maintenance, and some pullbacks and restrictions on the operations side of it. But uh, we're we're obviously heavily engaged here, and uh, we'll see how things progress. How uh, you know, mining companies uh, look at their plants going forward as they come out of the uh, second quarter.
5: Okay. Nothing you can give us on on quoting activity or anything like that. That
2: might we're, we're engaged. Idea. We're we're okay. we're engaged, but we'll see we'll see how things uh, evolve. Right. Right. Yeah. Still early.
5: Understood. Um, maybe just on on the the staffing levels. Um, you know, how do you feel your your shops are are staffed? Um, and I'm just asking in the context of, uh, you know, some some employees in in, in some industries are, are might be hesitant to return to a physical work. Workplace. So, just uh, how do you feel you're, you're stopped in dealing with those uh, potential issues?
2: I'm, uh, you know, we're really pleased how our leaders have handled this very challenging and delicate uh, situation when we have people moving to layoffs and work share programs. Um, we we are monitoring our skilled labor and supervisions very closely on a on a, I'll call it a daily basis <laughs> with some uh, because it is a a unique environment and uh, we're trying to stay close to our to our people who are both active or home If we did you know I'd say we, we peaked end of May with those uh, layoffs uh, or the work share programs and um, so we we continue to be very focused on that at the end of the quarter with some improvements um, but we're, we're pleased how our people are reacting and understanding the situation and because we you know we want to retain right and I would say uh, so far, end of the quarter, we're really proud of the team and how our people have reacted to what's required as a as, – and I'll call it a team-first approach in, in the best interests of all. I'm, I'm extremely proud of uh, our people and leaders on that front.
5: Okay. That's it
0: from you guys. Thanks for the call. Thank right. you. Yeah,
2: thanks.
0: <clears throat> Thank you. The following question is from Ben Chernansky. Please go ahead. Your line is now open. Good
6: morning, guys. Good
2: morning, Matt. Morning.
6: Um, I'm just wondering if you can shed a little bit of light on the comment around product support margins increasing in the quarter. Is um, that just a mix issue in the type of uh, parts that you're, you're selling or uh, what, what's behind that trend?
1: Well, maybe I'll just start on that, Ben. Um, you know, there's a couple of comments that we did make in there, and I think you know one thing to keep in mind is, um, like when it comes to mix and the lower level of product support as proportion of revenue, given the drop in activity that we've talked about quite extensively, you know, um, you know we are seeing you know strong parts margins, but at a lower level, right? I think. You know, you see that also in our Simcoe business where we spoke a bit about product support was tracking reasonably well. Um, but again, you know, it really comes down to the balance of activity in the other part of the business, right, and how that blends out over time. So it's a combination of activity and, you know, in areas of our business where we have uh, essential services and support, I think of things like power and, and uh, certainly on the Simco side, for example, you know, you do see more resilience there, right. Um,
2: yeah, a lot. I to think do the. With the mix. But I think a the
6: disclosure. I mean.
2: Lot to do with the mix in there, right? What type of sales going on. Yeah, because I think
6: the disclosure sing- singled out the parts margins and equipment group, and that was just. Right. Is that yeah. just mix of the types of it parts that mix. happen to yeah. sell? Yeah,
2: yeah, just it's, it's just mix. I wouldn't uh, read too much in that. Yeah.
6: Okay, um, and then on Simco side. Uh, just the very strong order intake in the backlog, uh, where it sat at the end of the quarter, um, maybe just a bit of a surprise given the environment. How did you guys manage to get that kind of activity booked? Uh, you know, confronting the uh, the lockdown, and uh, yeah. where is it exactly coming from? Or not exactly, but generally, where is it coming from? What explains that that significant increase?
2: Yeah, the booking activity in the quarter really came from the Canadian industrial side of our business. We've been fortunate with some some good wins in there. Mm-hmm. It continued in the in the quarter. Teams doing a nice job in there uh, in that in that space. Uh, there's some investments going on, whether it be you know food and beverage type environments. So, um, which I guess adds up in this type of situation we're in. Um, and so good work on on behalf of the team. I mean that backlog is very strong. Uh, but on you know there's been some softness on some of our service. I mean, you look at the, the recreational side, that was down. That was impactful in the quarter. And you know normally then what we see when it starts you know early April and through the summer months, you get some some really good service work on the recreational side. That obviously has, has not been at the same levels we're accustomed to. Um, and reflect it in there but uh, you know uh, we're, we're pleased with our team's uh, progress and uh, positioning uh, going forward um, you know even on the Semco side cons- some of our construction projects had to be shut down particularly in Quebec uh, which uh, impacted our progress here on some of the projects so but the, it sort of it is what it is right and uh, but the good thing is uh, that industrial side and coating activity remained uh, solid. Right. No, that's good to see.
6: Um, if I could just ask one more on on the equipment group, with the mining sales being down as heavily as they were, I mean, I guess everyone was expecting overall your your uh, deliveries would be down, but it looks like mining took the brunt of it.
2: Um, yes. Yeah.
6: Was there any – can you just remind me from a year ago? I know you often – Will reference uh, a difficult um, comparable period when you're lapping a, a period previously that had big order deliveries. Was that a factor at all? I don't. I didn't see any mention of it. But was but, yeah, there, it the same quarter last year, like
2: Yeah, there was a little bit of a comp in terms of the, what what we described as the lumpiness of mining. But actually, the the real comp, you know, we had a was working in there on power side in the backlog last year, so that was a Maybe a larger impact. Although power activity on the sales side for prime product and electric power was was very impressive in the quarter as well. Like we were pleased with uh, with the activity on the revenue streams for prime product and, uh, and electric power.
6: Yeah, and that would probably make sense given the environment yeah. as
2: well. But right, um, okay. just back
6: just back on mining. Did, um, I mean, it, it had been sort of fits and starts in the mining sectors, I recall, prior to COVID, uh, did you find that um, the, the the COVID just uh, put a complete, not a complete, but is that, is that primarily what explained that kind of a drop, you think, or was the sector sort of already heading in this direction for uh, for the mining sales specifically?
2: Yeah, I think, I, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I don't want to speculate, but you know, because of the the shift <coughs> that took place in there on the production side, with um, with many of the the mines that are involved with, uh, certainly there was a, a cautious environment to start. But I think, you know, um, I mean, the commodity prices are, are, are favorable in many areas. Um, uh, maybe there's some sensitivity to, be, to being focused on their balance sheets. I I don't know. Um, that might have a little bit to do with it as well. But uh, we'll we'll see how things evolve here. I mean. Gold certainly is at a, a favorable price, we, we, we like that sector, we um, have a lot of activity in there and uh, we'll see how things evolve.
6: Okay, that's helpful guys, thanks very much. Thanks Ben. Thanks
2: Ben.
0: Thank you. Once again, please press star 1 at this time if you have a question. And the following question is from Maxim Mesechev, please go ahead.
7: Hi, good morning gentlemen.
2: Good
0: morning, Max.
7: Um, just a very quick question on mining, if it's possible. Um, I, I'm not sure if in the past you provided kind of a breakdown between uh, gold versus non-gold exposure, but is it fair to say it's around, um, you know, sort of 60% on the mining side of, of, of your mining business, or is that, is that too
5: much?
1: Yeah, it, you know, I think you have to keep in mind it does vary a bit, Ben, but, um, you know, generally speaking, um, we look at it as about 50%. About 50% is in the gold, and then the other base metals make up the rest, right? Yep. Okay.
2: <clears throat> that that That's shifted helpful. a bit with the integration, right, uh, Right, Max?
7: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure makes sense. And then, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but obviously it was, uh, uh, you know, last year, very competitive environment for, um, you know, hiring technicians. And, you know, this is such a critical part of your business just Curious to see, you know, how your sort of onboarding practices have changed, and is it, you know, easier to find people? Obviously, as the economy opening up, just just maybe any comments
5: there.
2: Well, certainly. I mean, we were our our, our um, aggressive strategy obviously came to a halt in Q2 um, because we were more concerned about protecting the existing team. Um, I think it's 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 really we were, you know, it was. Again, as I said on a pre- the previous call, we were very focused on making sure our retention was good as we worked through these layoffs and worked share programs. Uh, in terms of the temperature externally for availability, I mean, we we really, I, I'd say we'll get a better pulse on that in the coming uh, second half because we were very focused just internally, right, on uh, protecting uh, our people as best we could. Right.
7: Make makes sense, and and last um, a bit of a cleanup question in in relation to how should we think about the non cash working capital? Obviously, um, you know, very strong and positive swing in in Q two. But um, a, any comments you can provide for for the back half of the year, if uh, if, if if any?
1: Yeah, a great great observation there, Max. I think you know really really proud of the way the team has responded and the way that our model functions. Um, you know, with with uh, the distributed nature, um, the team has done a tremendous job on collection activity, and uh, inventory management from that perspective, right? And so, you know, as we look, we're pretty conservative in terms of how we think forward. You know, I, I think again, I would I would ca- I would emphasize the cautionary environment as we look into the second half. There's still a lot of variables there that we're I think we're all looking to understand as time progresses, and so, you know, I think we feel comfortable with where we're at, Um, however, you know, there are going to be a number of things that happen in the second half here, and uh, the team is prepared to really keep tight controls on it, so again, we're trying to balance, you know, having the availability of what we need, working very closely with our customer needs, but also their, their credit picture. And um, you know, I don't, I don't see it changing dramatically, Max. I think it's just a matter of focus uh, on the environment and trying to, trying to manage through what we see as a cautionary sort of uh, landscape going forward, right? For sure. The but I guess the sure what's that? S- sorry, sorry, no. Please,
7: please go ahead.
1: I was just going to say, you know, the one thing we all have to keep in mind is also with the incentives that the government and stimulus the government has put in place those things will come to an end. And so, you know, we all have to be mindful of, you know, how that also ripples through the economic environment and what that means from a, uh, a working capital management perspective, right? So, you know, we're, we're well from emerging from <laughs> the pandemic at this point. Lots to be seen yet.
7: For sure. But I guess, I mean, it's fair to say that we shouldn't expect, you know, these types of run rates um, kind of over over the back half of the year is going to normalize. And, I mean, hopefully as things are opening up and the mining opportunity uh, hopefully presents itself, um, we should see sort of normalization on the other side. Is is that a fair assessment?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's difficult to say, right? It's very difficult to say at this point in time. I mean, I think, um, you know, we're going to just monitor it as as we can and and invest very prudently and very carefully um, in terms of inventory and, and, uh, and so forth. very difficult to comment on that as we look at the second half at this point.
7: <coughs>
0: Fair enough. Okay, well, th- that's it for me. Thank you very much. Thanks, Max. Thanks, Max. Thank you. And there are no further questions registered at this time. I'll turn the meeting back over to Mr. McMillan.
1: Great. Thanks, Melanie. Thank you, uh, everyone, for participating on the call today. Uh, that concludes our call. We wish everybody a great day and please stay safe.
0: The conference has now ended. Please disconnect your lines at this time. We thank you for your participation. Thank you for listening to TSX Quarterly. If you enjoyed the cast, remember to leave a good rating. And remember, for any additional inquiries, please consult the company's investor relations section on their website. See you next time.